listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. From the big screen to the small screen and everything in between, this is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hey everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the Screeners Podcast. It is Sunday night, March 4th. The Oscars just ended, and we are here to talk about it. I'm Daniel. This is Chad. And we can't wait to dive in. We're also joined, uh, as we have been many times before, uh, my brother and the co-host of the Next Trek Podcast, Tyler Howitt. Thanks for being here. Thanks. I'm really excited to, to get down and get into this. Yes. So for Tyler and I, we're on the West Coast. It's only nine nineteen here. Oh yeah, uh, we're we're happy and and like yes. fully yeah. awake. Yeah, you guys are living that West Coast life, <laughs> and I am living that. Man, it's almost twelve thirty, and I'm tired. It's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday for Chad. It is indeed. All right. Well, so uh, we're we're not going to dive in too too specifically here. We're going to just talk about our general overview of the show. We're going to get into a full full breakdown of the show on our next full episode of the Screeners, which will come out soon. For now, we're just going to kind of talk in generalities, uh, things that stuck out in the show, uh, So, and mainly with the awards themselves. Uh, so let's start, uh, we're going to start small. Let's start with the tech categories. Did anything stand out to you guys that you wanted to bring up in the tech categories? Well, my big thing was, I mean, I so I, I would have done way better if I had maybe gone with uh, the reality rather than my heart. That was, the, mm. that was the category I went with my heart, and that my heart is with Baby Driver. Ah, uh, yes. Um, and and you know what? I, I think even, and this is, I know, getting ahead of ourselves. If I had gone with my heart in, in the acting and picture categories, or sorry, I'm sorry, if the if the Academy had acknowledged that my heart existed in the other categories, <laughs> then um, then we would have, I, I would have voted way, way differently. But for tech, man, I, I went with Baby Driver all day long. With did you went, them. did you went three for three with Baby Driver's nominations? I think I did. I'm, I'm double checking really quick. I did, I did editing. Sound yeah. editing, sound mixing, all for Baby Driver. And although I had originally, um, and so like I had originally circled, I, I have you know old school paper here in front of me right now, and uh, I had originally circled Dunkirk for two of those three, and then I was like, no, no, the Academy will recognize the greatness that is Baby Driver, <laughs> and then they didn't. Yeah, I went, I went uh, two for three with Baby Driver. I, I predicted it in sound mixing and film editing. So uh, yeah, I knew the smart money was on Dunkirk, but I just I don't mm-hmm. know. I was feeling it, but Chad got all three of those right. Did yeah, you? I was. I went the Dunkirk trifecta, and I think it deserved it. But it if did. it makes you feel any better, Tyler, I will freely admit that um, your heart does exist, and I recognize it. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> if only the Academy would go there. Chad, any anything standing out to you from the text? I mean, not really. I was a little nervous before those because I, to be honest with you. I could see Baby Driver winning those just because, especially editing, yeah, because yeah. of the work that they did to synchronize the, you know, the music oh, man. to the that's cuts, to the sound effects. It really is. But I think that's kind of a slippery slope when, when you get into the, when you're trying to predict these things, if you let yourself play the game of what should win yeah, versus what will win. They never match the win, up. It, they never match up. And so... And I think we saw that with uh, with uh, some of the bigger categories, yes. specifically picture, which we'll get into later. But in my heart, it just lined up for me because I really think Dunkirk was deserving of those three. Oh, but no doubt. I, no but doubt. A, a, sure. case, yeah. a case for Baby Driver can easily be made. Yeah. No doubt about it. 
Yeah, and and Baby Driver was solid. I mean, we don't know how the voting turned out, but I think it's safe to say that Baby Driver was solidly number two in all of those categories. Um, so it's not I would like think so. it's not like they were long shots there, but definitely uh, definitely a bummer to see it go zero for three. I thought it could pull a born ultimatum, uh, yeah. and, and get all three of those, but alas, uh, well, you guys didn't mention the uh, the big award oh, for the course. tech categories. Roger Deakins finally finally wins best cinematographer. I mean, he is the best cinematographer working today. I think that's that's clear. And finally, he uh, got his talking, award. This is fourteen nominations and yes. one award. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Well, yes, he was nominated. He lost thirteen times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, which was a, which was tied for the record uh, in cinematography, and and uh, finally he. Finally, he took it home. He did, and that award was the most nervous that I was on. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. If it, had he had he not won, I would legitimately be upset. But uh, because Blade Runner is such a seminal work, I mean, yeah. I still think he could have won multiple times. One of the great crimes in history, I think, is the fact that he didn't win for. Um, the assassination of Jesse James oh, by the coward Robert Ford. Right. That's one of the best looking movies ever shot. Absolutely. Um, so the fact that he finally get this is just a it's just a sigh of relief for and me. I'm so glad because sometimes you see with these overdue performers, they will sometimes win for a lesser work just because they're due. Um, yeah. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, I think a case could be made for that, even though he's good in The Revenant. You know, that was more of a legacy award, and right. this one was totally, totally deserved because Blade Runner no was doubt. amazing. Some of the best cinematography I've ever seen. Yeah, and so Daniel, can I say something, and you'll probably get mad at me, but I, I also think that a, a case could be made that the Legacy Award was also given to Scorsese for The Departed. Now, don't hate me. I know you well, love that movie. I, I, I do but, love the movie. I think that's you know, true, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I think even though I do think he deserved it, uh, it was certainly he won because he hadn't won yet, no doubt. Yeah. I can't argue yeah. with you. Yeah. So uh, unless there's anything else you guys wanted to talk about in the text, uh, not not nothing else really surprising there. They kind of mostly went as expected. Um, and then what about the 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 other feature awards like documentary, animation, and the shorts and foreign language? Anything? Uh, the shorts. The shorts are just a freaking ballot killer, man. They are. They I'm are. just. I'm. I'm shocked that Faces Places didn't win. Same. I thought that it was the perfect storm of the fact that Agnes, oh my goodness, her last name's escaping me. Varda. Um, yeah, Varda, who's like 89 years old. Mm-hmm. She got an honorary Oscar this year. Yeah. And the fact that I think Faces Places is the best documentary legitimately this year. I, I, I was shocked that she didn't win. Now, I understand why Icarus won. I know a lot of people really love it, and it's on Netflix, so yeah. it's more widely available, and it's got a lot of marketing behind it. But, wow, I was really surprised by that one. Yeah, uh, I, I hadn't. That's I did pretty bad with the documentary category this year. I, I had only seen Icarus. That's the only one I've seen, uh, and so I can't comment on the quality. But, man, Icarus is powerful um i cannot i think it's totally deserved again not not having seen the other nominees of course but i think that's a powerful film and incredibly timely but i agree with you it's a shock that that uh, varda didn't win um my friend in la said that icarus billboards were every freaking where so um you know maybe it's just they were really pushing for it yeah yeah i guess so you know what uh just blew me away this year and i think this marks a um I think we've used the word already, a seminal moment, a turning point in history is Kobe Bryant is now an Oscar winner. That's crazy. Only first ever <laughs> NBA player to yeah. win an Oscar. 
It makes yeah. me sad for the world. Well, here's the thing. Have you guys watched Dear Basketball? No, I haven't but, seen it but yet. But I've seen Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Look, Dear Basketball is very moving. You know, say what you want uh, and say what may be deserved about Kobe Bryant, but that was a really great short. So, uh, yeah, I it was it was deserved in my opinion. But definitely a strange year for him to win in all the Me Too stuff, but, you know. Yeah. Before we move on, can I give an up- unpopular opinion about Icarus? Say it. So I like Icarus a lot. I really do. My my problem, quote unquote, with Icarus is that I think that it's what you said, Daniel. It's certainly timely. There's no doubt. But I I think from just a filmmaking standpoint, I was unable to fully embrace it because I think what makes Icarus great without spoiling it. So if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it is what happens within the story, and it's it was just a, a chance thing that happened. Now, the story is unbelievably compelling and, and worthy, but everything about the documentary as it is put together from a craft standpoint is a step down for me, and it just feels not as put together almost as if it were happenstance that they stumbled onto this thing. Well, and then it's just a story. And I get it. And I'm, and I'm not all about every documentary has to look like the imposter or anything like that. It's not that's not what I'm saying. It just for whatever reason didn't land for me as much because it just felt really loose from top well, to bottom. So I just dis- I mean, I disagree that it didn't feel loose to me. But even even if that even if I did feel the same way, I mean, I think that typifies what a documentary should be. I mean, it's following the insanity of real life. Um, and, and that's, that's, that is no more typified in any other movie than Icarus. I mean, just he, he stumbled upon an international conspiracy that just is far reaching and literally changed parts of the world as it relates to this topic. So, I mean, uh, it's, it's insane. And I think it's an insane story that's worthy of news reporting and journalism. But as a film, I don't think I think eh, it's just not for me. It's a lesser work hmm. than some of the others in the category. Um, and it's just sensationalized because it was such a crazy breaking thing. I get it. Sure. I'm not hating on it because I really did like it. Yeah. And again, um, I haven't seen the other but, nominees, you know. so I can't I can't comment on how it how, you know, how good or bad it is compared to them. Uh, sure. All right, but let's not get in the weeds on documentary. Um, we had Coco, which the shock win of the night right there, uh, taking yeah. best animated feature. <laughs> but uh, no, that was great. That was uh, definitely well-deserved in a very weak year for animation. No doubt. So uh, original song. how Did you guys get that one right? I did. I did. Well, great Daniel, for you guys. Daniel, you wrote, a, you wrote an article about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the title of the article was, uh, you know, Suck It Up, This Is Me Is Winning Best Original Song. So that didn't age very well. I know as soon as you saw the live performance of This Is Me, you felt really good about yourself, I didn't did, you? I did, man. That was, I know you're not, you don't want to get into the, to the program itself, but that was the best performance of the night. That was so good. Uh, well, that's debatable, but uh, it definitely was the most well-received in the room, I felt, uh, and uh, I'm, I really am still shocked that, that Remember Me won. I think Remember Me is perfectly fine, and I think Coco is a great movie, but you can that's that's the opposite of memorable. I, I don't understand how it won. That's It's shocking to me. Well, and, and typified by the the performance by, and I'm forgetting his name, Gael, whatever. Gael Garcia Bernal. Yes, thank you. Um Gosh, that was the week. That was the weakest was very week of the night. That was very weak. Yeah, I actually agree with you. I think I think what's happened here is that the way that the song is used in the film is so poignant. Yes, yeah. and so powerful. 
at the, that, and and I mean specifically at the ending of Coco, that people give it give it extra credit because I agree with you, Daniel. I don't think when you stack it up against the others that it is as memorable or that the lyric hook is as good. Although I still I like it better than you do. I think Tyler loves it, and I think you you're kind of negative on it, and I'm probably right in the middle. But um, I agree that it's not a it's not gonna. I don't think it'll have a lot of legs. I think you're right. I think it's definitely used point in the movie. Like I said, Coco's a great film. I'm not hating on the film at all. But I think the main reason it won is that more people saw Coco than The Greatest Showman. I think The Greatest Showman, in terms of voting, and this is a guess, because obviously The Greatest Showman did great box office. Uh, but I think in terms of voting, the voting body, I think uh, you know Coco was up for animated feature. I think more people probably watched that than The Greatest Showman, which didn't even get good reviews, you know? Well, and, so. and although This Is Me is everywhere. It's, it's true. I mean, it is all over the That's place. why I thought it was going to win. Yeah. Uh, yeah but but then know. Mystery of Love is just such easily the best song there, which I knew. I, there I was, do it, agree. It I was agree. never going to win, but that performance, oh, it was beautiful. So beautiful. Love that song. All right, and then the Screenplay Awards, y'all. So Call Me By Your Name won. That was very much expected. James Ivory is now the oldest ever Oscar winner in any category, which is pretty remarkable. Yeah, and a great speech, too. Yeah, yeah, he did great. But then, guys... Uh, Jordan Peele winning winning original screenplay for Get Out I mean amazing just amazing that is such a fantastic win I'm so happy that he won Uh, who would have thought a year ago today the movie had been out for I believe a week or a week and a half who would have thought that this would win a best original screenplay I mean that's remarkable it really is yeah, and I, I picked that one as well, and I, and I think in our last show I talked about that when we were talking about mm-hmm. uh, who we thought may win, may win director, and I stand by my statement that as much as I love Get Out, and I do absolutely love it, it's probably my number 11 of the year, It it's the writing that I think is the real star yes. of, of that yeah. film. Now, there are some great performances, great direction, I'm not trying to belittle that, but the that script is so it's lit, man. It's, it's, it's totally on point. Yep, and uh, so... Uh, we're, we're not getting the picture yet, but we did have a big debate on the last podcast. I said that if Three Billboards lost original screenplay, it was losing Best Picture. And uh, that was correct. Yes, you want a cookie? I mean, what I are do we want a cookie. I'm waiting. I, I was waiting for the silence. <laughs> See, I don't think... Yes, but I don't. I truly don't think that one leads to the other. And, and now it you did. do... I know. No, no, no. They both happened, but I don't think that there's causation involved. Yes, there was, and here's why. Because Three Billboards had major problems when it comes to the preferential ballot because it had the most backlash going against it. It's a very beloved film, as evidenced by its two acting awards uh, and and seven nominations, but it, it had to overcome the the pro- anybody's problems on the preferential ballot and if it didn't have enough votes to win original screenplay it didn't have enough votes to overcome those problems on the troublesome preferential ballot and so that's why i i agree I, you're you're not wrong it's just it's it's the desperate and truly for me um unbelievable love for uh the shape of water that that did it, mm. that, that is overcoming things because i i can't I mean, it's it's a it's a well made movie. It's I mean all that I know we'll get into this in, in yes. just a bit, but but Three Billboards is is easily the better movie. I, I agree. I just, it's yeah. I, we're I, all on the same page there. And I have a harder time. I mean, you're probably right, Daniel, and you you really pay a lot of attention to these kinds of things. But for me, I thought I thought that 
the fact that McDonough was not nominated for director would also be why they wouldn't award him with the screenplay nomination, screenplay win, while still awarding the film based on what we saw that came before it. That's why I didn't think there was causation to get to Tyler's point in this particular year. But maybe you're right. But that's what that's what kind of what I thought to it is like they were going to push back against McDonough, but still reward the film. But that didn't happen. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and that's that's a fair argument. Um, I, I tweeted on Oscar morning when uh, when they didn't announce McDonough's name for director. I said The Shape of Water just won Best Picture. So, yeah, I, I definitely think that, that I, it's, it's kind of inexplicable. As beloved as the movie is, I know it's got a lot of backlash online, but it really was relegated to mostly, you know, mostly online. And so it is surprising that it missed director. It's surprising that it didn't end up taking picture. But I am getting ahead of myself. Let's go to the acting categories before we talk any more about Best Picture. Supporting actor, first award of the night, went to Sam Rockwell for three billboards, as Absolutely. expected. So yep. deserved. Yep, uh, totally deserved. But painful for all three of us because Gosh, he, he beat all of the Florida Project's nominations. Uh, <laughs> all one. <laughs> yes. Uh, what a freaking yeah. bummer. Like, that could have been, is. as much as I love Sam Rockwell, that could have been the bone that, yeah. you know, that they threw to Florida Project. It's because uh, it's easily be, the best movie of the year. <laughs> it is easily the best movie of the year. The, the problem is, though, and I I would have felt almost the the opposite of that. As much as I love Defoe's performance, it would have felt patronizing because in my heart, yeah. you know, yeah, I, I think I know. Rockwell gave the best performance of the year. I really yeah. do. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree. I uh, would have loved to see Defoe take it only for the Florida Project, not because it's a better performance. I agree. And yeah. then, Although uh, it's, it's easily the second of, of those that... that oh, I agree. Category. Yes. I yeah. definitely yeah. agree with that as well. Um, and there were no other surprises in any other acting categories. For well, some strange reason, as crazy as this year was, th- that the acting categories were... All the major awards, like we talked about on our pre-show, every single major precursor went to the same four people in all categories. So that's pretty crazy. Yep. So supporting actress was Allison Janney, C.J. Craig from oh, I, Tanya. Except yep. uh, I went for Laurie Metcalf. Well, that was foolish. I know. That was your heart. That was I your heart leading I the way. Have, would that have pulled me ahead? Would I have beaten you with you, that? Did we tie? What did you get, 17? Yeah. I did too. How did we tie? I'm confused. Oh, I just man. did a count before we sat down too. We did tied. you predict Shape of Water for Best Picture? I did. Oh, oh, that's okay. Then that's why we pulled ahead. You went you, for Get Out, right? I went for Get Out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, so that's so that's how you pulled ahead. I'm embarrassed now. Because um, you, yes. like, you, you were like four ahead of me for a while there. I'm just I gonna know. stand in the corner and watch this. I love it. There was there was one point in the night where I, where I was literally like four or five ahead of Tyler, and and then we tied in the end. So I'm embarrassed. But uh, that's right. I can't believe I didn't win my one. At least we tied, I guess. Dang. Uh, but no. So yeah, my heart was with Laurie Metcalf as well. I do yeah. as much as I love Allison Janney, and, and as much as her performance was fantastic, I I do think Laurie Metcalf had the better performance of the year. Right. Uh, In a a great category. You know, like, all five of those actresses just knocked it out of the park. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. You can't go with your heart. You can't do it. Mm -hmm. You just gotta, you gotta read the tea leaves as best you can. See, but isn't that the message that we got tonight was follow your heart, follow your dreams. And I'm just going to continue doing that for these, for these selections. You do. Because you know what, Tyler? Your heart exists. And I recognize (laughs) it. I see you. Okay, so uh, actor in a leading role went to Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour, um, which I know both of you are huge fans of. Oh, four times I'm, in the theater. 
You saw that four wow. times? Four times. Yep. So you're I the took, one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I took two classes. Or, yeah, I, I, I took two classes to go see it. Uh, okay, I well, teach, that makes I sense. I teach a speech then. class, and then uh, I saw it like with a bunch of friends, like two different sets of friends twice, so it was crazy. Okay, well, that's a little bit better. I, I was picturing you going to the theater. It wasn't just me by myself, like, yeah. Gary Oldman, I love you. I'm a fan of the performance. I'm not a huge fan of the movie, and I think you just have your hater pants on, Daniel, honestly. I, I, I'm I'm okay with that description. Uh, look, I think Gary Oldman was great. I think he, he did a, a good performance. I, You know, Chad, you called me out for calling it average. I think that's a that's a fair call out. It's not an average performance, but uh, I think it's easily the... movie the, might be. I think it's the easily, easily the fourth best performance nominated i think easily timothy chalamet daniel day lewis and daniel kaluuya are 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 better than gary oldman in this category um not even a question for me. i I, I tweeted that well yeah denzel's just happy to be there but i i, tw- I tweeted I, th- I don't think history will look kindly on this win i think we will look back and this will be like a really he won every award that year yeah, I, I don't I know i don't I, I yeah because it's it is certainly an oscar performance yes. for sure but that's what i mean and i think they're giving credit to the transformation, yes. not just physical, but everything that he did, uh, you know, to reward, quote unquote, acting. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, it pre- I, it's pretty remarkable. Honestly, he, he pulled a Daniel Day-Lewis like he went all out for that role. It was, It's and I loved I, I the, the only uh, movie I didn't see in this whole thing really is, is Call Me By Your Name because it didn't come to my my town. Um, and. Uh, but Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Kaluuya, um, both excellent. But Gary Oldman, I think it it was a, a performance that is that completely changed every single aspect of of that man, and he he just knocked it out of the park. He did such a good job. Well, I am glad that you guys are happy with it. I am not, but you know, I'm not. I'm not super upset about it. I think he's it's perfectly fine, and obviously, very. It was super expected, but uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, we'll move on to actress. Went to Frances McDormand through the boards outside Evan, Missouri. Man, her speech is an all timer. I mean, right? oh my gosh, that was amazing. Oh, that was so good. It was. And and uh, was it did didn't Jimmy Kimmel say you should win an uh, an Emmy just for an that Emmy. speech? Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, man, that was powerful. Having yeah. everybody, all the women stand, all the nominated women stand up. I just loved she she stopped everything and said, "I've got some things to say." Yes, <laughs> that oh, was amazing. It was so good. Oh man, and and so it you know it goes along with her performance so well. I mean that's yeah. that's who she she played in the movie basically. So uh, no doubt, I think that was a fantastic speech, fantastic win. Even though I think I might have preferred Sally Hawkins' performance overall, I I'm I'm totally fine with Frances McDormand winning. I think that's great. Yeah. I actually agree with you there. I am a hundred percent on board with her winning, but I think Sally Hawkins may have been just a little better. And the more the more that I have seen online of The Shape of Water, her performance in particular, the the more I'm convinced that that it's probably the best performance, even though I don't like that movie very much. Yeah. I, yeah, I, she had an amazing performance. Sally Hawkins did a great job. If we're choosing somebody other than Frances McDormand, it's Saoirse Ronan for me. And I would have no problems with that. Obviously, I love Lady Bird, but uh, yeah, no, no, no doubt about it. She's great. And then we are on to the top two categories, director and picture, both of which went to The Shape of Water, and I think all three of us kind of feel the same way. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm i on record as wanting Nolan to win director, but 
acquiescing to the idea that it's going to be Del Toro, and it was. And, and I'm for any of the other four winning over Guillermo Del Toro for that. And I love Guillermo Del Toro. I, this is one that I think is... I can only I can get behind it almost as the honorary not the honorary but the the, the legacy Oscar you know mm. which I know is what they didn't do but that's how I'm gonna have to rationalize it in my head. Yeah, I think um, I don't know. I'm a little torn because I, I'm totally with you guys. I I think Shape of Water uh, is not great, not bad, uh, just not great. Uh, I, but for some reason, di- best director feels more okay to me, even though I preferred many of the other films. He's just, it's very, sure. he's a very director's director. Like it's very filmic and, and beautiful. Yes. Those are the best parts of the movie was that it was beautiful and True. well shot. And, and, and anytime that. he opens his mouth, it's, go- it's like going to film school yes. and you can literally feel his, the exuberance he has yes. for filmmaking. Exactly. So I, act- I actually do think the Academy wanted to recognize him. Yes. And that, cause I, that's the only way that I can rationalize how number one, that the shape of water one picture, even though we're not talking about that yet. And then number two, that it's been clear that he was the front runner from day one. I just yeah. can't, I, I can't think of any other reason why I don't know. Yeah, no, it's definitely, I mean, he's the most lovable, if that's the right yeah. word of the nominees. Like, um, he's been out there. He, he's like you said, it's like going to film school. He's such a filmmaker's director. Um, so yeah, I think that's why he won. So I'm more okay with the director side of things, even though I did prefer the other films, but then picture it did end up taking picture. I had get out, even though the statistics favored shape of water, I went with my heart and that was wrong. Yeah, and this was one I went with my heart as well, and I, I, it burned me. It burned mm. me again because I had uh, three billboards until the you. end. I, tried I know to tell you were right. You're right. But uh, yeah, so Shape of Water, uh, I think that will go down for me as one of my least favorite Best Picture winners in a very long time. Maybe I'm trying to think if I like the artist better or worse than Shape of Water. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure at the oh, moment. Oh, I like but. the art. Oh, I. Actually, you know what? I would They're have close. Said I liked it that's better, good, but that's a good I question. They're close. Ooh. So yeah, um, I think my initial reaction to the artist was positive. Same. I, I didn't. That's true. That's I didn't true. think it was deserving of what it won, but I left the theater feeling good. Like, wow, I really enjoyed that, and I left Shape of Water flummoxed. Yeah. Whoops. So what was the artist against? So yeah, the artist was up against the Descendants, uh, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Tree of Life, Moneyball, Warhorse, The Help, and Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. So mm. it was kind of a rough year. I mean, there are some good movies in there, but none of them feel like Best Picture. Well, there's at least four that you named that are better than that. Oh there yeah, oh sure. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. And Tree of Life, I know I'm in the minority, and I don't care. Oh, I, Tree of no. Life is in my top three of all time, man. That I, is I in think my it's bottom three of all time. Oh wow. Oh, we need to have a podcast about that. <laughs> now that would be exciting. Okay, oh. so while while we're on the subject, the help since it's been released, four of the actresses in that film have gone on to win Academy Awards. Now after wow. after Allison Janney, we have Octavia Spencer, Viola Davis, Emma Stone, and Allison Janney, and then Jessica Chastain. You know hers is coming someday soon. So yeah, no doubt. What a what a movie to to launch careers. Seriously, yeah, no, further no further careers, I guess I should say. I think ultimately the takeaway for me is just that every you know four or five years or so you get that picture that for whatever reason the Academy recognizes, but 
it just is not going to stand the test of time. And others, it's always the crash example and things like that. But this isn't as me, bad as that. It's it's not. It's not. But this is the first movie that I can remember in a long time where I was just just completely convinced that it's just not that good. And I, I feel yeah. like you know the emperor has no clothes on. I don't I don't understand it. Yeah. And I do think it won because of the preferential ballot. I think had this been a straight up and down vote, I think three billboards would have had it easily. Um, but it just couldn't cross the 50% threshold and then Shape of Water, I mean, uh, the preferential ballot rejiggered the votes and uh, and Shape of Water, I think, was more widely loved, even if it wasn't as passionately loved. You know, yeah. the passion the passion counts for nothing on a preferential ballot. It's all about what can what has the most votes. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just, I really thought Get Out, honestly, after, after the original screenplay win, I was riding high. I really thought Get Out had a good shot. I felt good about it, but uh, it didn't, you know, didn't come out on top. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, guys, that was a great show. Um, I, I think. Hey, Daniel, before we wrap up, uh, I, I had made a pact with myself that I wasn't going to let you off of this podcast until because one of the traditions that you have every year is that on Facebook before the Oscars, you release your top 10 of the year. Yes. And so you did that again today. And. I didn't want to let you off the podcast until you admitted that Lady Bird should be number two and the Florida Project should be number one, where everybody could hear it. Uh, Now's your chance. Now's your chance to come clean, Daniel. Come on. I'm not there yet. You Uh, know you feel the tug in your heart, right? I'm not there yet. I love Florida Project. I think it's an amazing, long-lasting film, but I'm more passionate about... Lady Bird, it has a special place in my heart. But uh, you okay. know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to hey, give up this fight. No, you know what I'm going to do for you? You know what I'm going to do, do for you, Chad? Uh, up until this moment, the, I've only given out one 10 out of 10 for a 2017 film, and that was for Lady Bird. I am right here on this podcast going to move up my ranking yes, you are. of the Florida Project to a 10 out of 10 from a 9 out of All 10. All right. That that makes me feel almost as good. Just Thank for you, Daniel. You. That's, that's a good move. Just for you. All right. So, everybody, it was a great show. Thank you so much for sticking with us all throughout Oscar season. Guys, tomorrow starts next year's Oscar season. So, uh, I can't wait to be counting hey. down the days. Yeah, that's a good thing. So do we think up to this point, I know that I don't want to take us off on a rabbit trail because the show's wrapping up, but do we feel like we've seen very much like Get Out? Has anything come out in 2018 that we think we may see? <laughs> Red uh, Sparrow. <laughs> Red Sparrow. No, uh, a lot of people want Black Panther to be this year's Get Out, but there's just no, no way. I mean, it no could make way. it, no it way. could make it no. into costume design. I think it has a good shot at a couple tech there awards, but there's yeah. absolutely no way that it makes picture or anything like that and we can save this recording and let's see if i'm let's see if i'm wrong uh all right well guys um thanks for joining us stay tuned for our next full episode that'll be coming out later on this week uh where we digest the rest of the oscars the show we didn't talk about jimmy kimmel or any of the the monologue or anything like that uh so we're definitely going to dive into that as well as importantly we're going to reveal the winners of our oscar contest we had i believe 43 entries um and if any of them beat the screeners they are going to win a copy of uh, their favorite nominee from this year so we are excited to break those down and see who had the best and worst scores uh, of our contest so make sure you stick with us there as always we are so thankful you're here follow us on social media at ScreenersCast on twitter and on facebook search the screeners podcast chad and tyler thanks for uh, being here with us tonight yeah thank you daniel 
Thanks a lot. And you can catch up with Tyler on the Next Trek podcast. Uh, he and Chris are doing some awesome things over there. Uh, and you can follow Tyler on Twitter at Tyler Howitt. All right. We will see you all next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time. Ha <laughs> ha!